Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 844. You know, if you have a dream, you got to stick to it. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Scott Nellis. Hey, Scott, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Pedal to the metal, man. Ready to go. (laughs) Here we go. And for you listeners out there, you'll get the metal reference in just a moment. Scott Nellis is an artist who has worked in cast bronze for over three decades. He designs and creates everything from decorative art to toys, and his work displays a childlike playfulness, elegant design, and a superb control of his medium, using the timeless method of sand casting and hand finishing his work. His foundry and studios are located in northern Michigan. Scott pulls his inspiration from the natural world and its creatures. His inspiration is also derived from his childhood in Detroit, and his automotive ship, boat, and airplane sculptures combine beauty, strength, and a little or a lot of whimsy. His work has been exhibited worldwide, and I'm very proud to say I have one of his pieces on display in my home, his Land Speed Eraser Sculptor. I love this piece. So, Scott, I've told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment share a little bit more about your career and an obvious passion for automobiles? Well, you know, I grew up in a car family in the suburbs of Detroit. There were always, almost always more cars than there were people in the house. One of my earliest uh, automotive, well, not really automotive, truck experiences was uh, waking up really early in the morning before anybody else did because I knew that there was a fire engine in my backyard. Wow. My parents were the type that would go out and, and they, they loved to have fun and, and they came across this uh, 1927 International Harvester pumper truck went in with some friends and bought this thing and, and just for fun. <laughs> wow. And my mother would pick me up from grade school in this, this open pumper truck. No way. You were like the coolest kid in school. Well, it was, and we were on the front page of the Detroit News, and it was quite a wonderful way to grow up. And, uh, <laughs> wow. And then there were more cars that came and went. So, yeah, cars are, have always been a part of my my life, and I have in recent years tried to uh, implement the cars in my my daily work life too by creating little toy cars, car sculptures, automotive related car pieces. Yeah, well, you know, I'll let our listeners know I found out about Scott a long time ago, and I actually bought a lot of his pieces to sell through a company I was involved with, and. That's how I got my first piece of his work. And here we are years later. It, it might have been eight, nine years ago, maybe longer that, that we yeah. worked together back then. Here I am talking to you. And one of the cool pieces that I see on your website is you have a 49 Merc in an Aerostream trailer that is so cool. Yeah, those are my newest pieces. My newest piece. Yeah, those are really cool. I've got to get my hands on those. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But first, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah. So, Scott, take the wheel. Well, I'd say in a nutshell, just don't give up on your on your dreams and your beliefs in yourself. You know, I, I've gone through probably the majority of the years that I've been in business have been real tough years. I mean, I'm trying to make a living 
creating and selling things that nobody really needs. <laughs> right, right. So there you've got quite a challenge right off the bat. But I, I just had faith in, in my process that I was working with and my vision, and it's taken about 40 years to become an overnight success. (laughs) I think Willie Nelson coined that phrase, I was an overnight success. It took 20 years of playing in honky talks to become an overnight success. But Sometimes that's what it... Yeah, it does. I love the fact that you brought this up because I hear this from a lot of people. And yeah, trying to be a professional artist and make a living at that, that's a tough path. You might as well try to be a a professional athlete or a movie star. I mean, you can't give up. You got to just keep trying and trying. So what's what's one word of guidance you might give that uh, that young entrepreneur out there that wants to follow in your footsteps to give them a little inspiration that, you know, there is a chance here for you? Uh, That's a toughie because I usually don't recommend it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're an honest guy, too. It's a tough way to go. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I understand. In all honesty, uh, if if they have the passion and the drive and the vision, then uh, you know I would do nothing but try and encourage them and help them in any way that I could. I don't have a single word for that. I think the key is just never give up. I was, I just came back from Car yeah. Week and I ran into a past guest here, Dennis Hoyt, who's an automotive sculptor and he works in wood and creates these beautiful sculptures of cars. He's kind of going in this abstract path. And I was just talking to him on Sunday at the Pebble Beach Concord. He said, you know, Mark, he goes, looking back, this has been a tough slug, but you just got to keep doing it and keep trying and keep working and keep pushing and keep pushing and never give up. That's the key. Sounds easy. It's not. (laughs) So I love that. A 40-year overnight success. Perfect answer, Scott. Well, you you kind of answered this next question for me. I was going to ask you about a story that instigated your passion for cars. I mean, a little kid growing up with a fire truck in the backyard, a mom who drove it. How could I miss? (laughs) I mean, how could you miss? So give us maybe another little story of at that point in time, if you can remember, when you realized, oh, my gosh, I am a car guy. Well, I mean, I didn't have any choice in the matter. Like I say, it was a car family. <laughs> yeah. um, they finally passed the, the fire engine on, but then, then uh, my brother and I were playing in a in a backyard of a house down the street that nobody seemed to live in for a long time. And we peeked in the garage, and here's this really old car in there. And we ran home and told the parents about it. And within a couple weeks, we had a 1929 Model A Ford sitting in our driveway from from that that estate oh my gosh so i drove that to high school and <laughs> and, oh, and my my grandmother passed away and and they bought her a, a 60 t-bird because she was tiny and they thought she could see over the steering wheel which she couldn't so i inherited that oh wow so you know i i there was no want for for um, transportation in, in the Nellis family when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is, a, you know, having kind of known you as an artist, but not knowing you personally and some of these stories, it's really fascinating. And I think for most car people listening are going, man, what a what a fortuitous childhood you had of, yeah, of having yeah. all these cool things around you. Very lucky. Very lucky. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Uh, I love it. I love it. Well, Scott, what I want to do now is take a look at some of these many roads you've driven down. You talked about this being a tough tough road to be an automotive artist, and you you create a lot of other things other than automotive. You have some beautiful work, all different kinds of areas of expertise, from animal figures to sculptures and all sorts of cool things. I, I love everything you do, but I'd love for you to take us to a point in time where it was really, really a challenge, and maybe you're ready to throw in the towel. I don't know, but take us through those uh, difficult times, kind of walk us through it, but more importantly, what did that particular experience do for you to help you gain even more momentum so you knew that you were 
were still on the right path. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, there's been a lot of ups and downs. It's a it's a tough uh, road to hoe. Um, I initially realized about the process when I when I moved to Seattle as a youth, and I started um, thinking, well, I I bet I'd really like to get into casting something, but I don't know how to do it. So I started visiting small foundries, and it just so happened that in Seattle there were small mon-paw foundries that were catering to the fishing industry, mm. making boat parts, basically, cleats and chocks and manhole covers, things like that. So I told them I wanted to make a line of belt buckles. They told me how I could make little patterns, and I'd make the patterns, and I'd make this line of belt buckles. And I'd put the belt buckles in a suitcase and travel around the country selling belt buckles to leather shops and alternative boutiques and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it worked really well. So in the process, I learned the sand casting method. And I realized that, you know, it's a common method in industry, and I should have lots of help. And I could make multiples in a big hurry and make them affordable for everyone and maybe make a living at this. And that's what I persevered at. And and uh, so that was kind of my aha moment was the, the sand casting. Now, going back to the though the painful moment, that's the one I really oh, want to focus that's on. Do I really have to? Come yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I know. You know, I've got to take you here, and I'll tell you why. This is probably one of the most important questions I'll be asking you, because this show's all about inspiring automotive enthusiasts, not only you, but people listening. And so I'm going to kind of force you back to that first question a little bit, because it's not so much the moment in time and the pain. It's how it taught you to move forward. So let's back up, put it in reverse a little bit. That aha moment's a great story, by the way. Bell buckles, who'd have thought, but take us through <laughs> yeah. that. Take us through one of those painful times where you just really went, oh man, this is really hard. All right. Well, my analyst is going to hear from me soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, just think of, think of me as your car analyst today. Oh, brother. And, and all the listeners too, right? Well, you know, they're here to help too, but the great thing is I'm not going to send you a bill at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, like I said, it's um, making a, a living as an artist is not an easy lifestyle, and it, it's hard on a family life. So, you know, there's been divorce in the, in the process, and and you know, and when you uh, experience divorce or, or loss like that, it makes you question everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I tried some alternatives. I um, I thought maybe I'd rent my shop out and just live off the proceeds of that. Well, that didn't work. And after a while, I I just really got it that I was doing exactly what I should be doing in my life, mm. and that was making these things. Yeah, yeah. And it really it created a a complete revitalization of my my way of thinking about the work and my ambitions and goals about the work. And I don't. And before that, I was pretty much burned out on the whole whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it was that downtime, that really, really hard, sad time that yeah. that really sparked the whole uh, whole revitalization of of what I do. You know, I appreciate you taking us to a really painful time. And I've had guests on the show that trying to chase their dreams and focus has led to financial challenge, uh, hardship, yep. divorce. I mean, all these things that come with that that can come with that. And yep. they all came to the same realization like you did. They were doing what they were meant to be doing, and they had to find a way to make it work. And that's what they did. But they had to go down through that trough 
before they could climb back up out of that hole and and find their way. So thanks for letting me push you down that path a little bit. And uh, we'll move on to something a little more fun here, of course, and that is a proud... I I just want to... Let me me say one other thing about that, though, and also that, you know, others will try and veer you away from your path, too. Yeah. You know, they'll say, oh, why don't you go get a real job or, you know, this this sort of thing. And people ask me what I do for a living. I tell them and they kind of pause and they say, oh, okay, but what do you really do for a living? Right. Yeah. (laughs) How do you really make money? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, there's that side. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, and I appreciate you adding that little bit because, uh, yeah, sometimes the pressure is not only from internal with family, but also external because people think that isn't real. And a lot of people think that you can't make a living doing what you like to do. And it's absolutely yeah, because they can't. Be- well, I was going <laughs> to maybe say it in a different way, but you're absolutely right. And I've got 843 people in front of you here in Cars. Yeah, that proved that notion wrong because they're all <laughs> having fun at various levels. I've had people that are one-man shops to billionaires heading up huge companies on the show, and they all figured out a way to do it. So you just got to keep slugging through. Well, let's talk about a proudest career moment. I would assume you've had many because you've made a lot of people pretty happy, including me. This piece, every time I walk by to my home, I smile. I look at it. It just just has some fun attached to it. And I grew up in a house where art was important and sculptures and painting and things like that were a part of my life. So I really value what you do. Is there one moment that stands out for you as your proudest? You know, uh, yes. Um, I've had a lot of very nice accolades through the years, and in recent years, some nice commissions and awards, etc. But fairly early on, making little sculptures of animals and things, it was just myself, my wife, and, and one helper. And I made a little bird. It was a, a great blue heron. Little sculptures about five inches high. Mm-hmm. And there was a catalog out called the Nature Company. Yes, I know that catalog. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was very strong for a number of years, and then they opened up the the Nature Company stores nationwide, Mm -hmm. and then they were eventually bought out by the Discovery Channel. So there's no more catalog, and I don't know about the stores. I don't think they're around either. But the point was, they picked up my little bird and put it in their catalog. And this is a tiny little picture of a tiny little bird. I think it sold for... $15 $15 or something. And the, the buyer called me up after a week and said, she was, you could, her voice was quivering on the phone. She said, Scott, how many of these birds can you make us and send us in a hurry? Wow. We have a runaway bestseller on our hands. Oh, cool. From that one catalog, that one year, we sold over 3,000 of these little birds. Just oh, my gosh. And one helper. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's incredible, you know, and that's the thing with these businesses. I worked in the catalog business for years and trying to pick products that people would love. And sometimes you would pick things. You were so confident that was a winner and nobody wanted it. And you're just going, (laughs) what happened? What what did I do wrong? And then other times things that you kind of went, well, maybe. And then, yeah, you're backordered immediately. And wow, well, that is cool. Thank you to the Nature Company for that little bump bump in uh, in business and uh, encouragement and so forth. That is really cool. Well, let's go back in time and talk about your first really special car. You talked about that old Ford you drove in high school. Maybe that's the answer to this question. The first car you got that was special to you and share a memory you have about that vehicle. Oh, I, I think probably the 60 T-Bird stands out because uh, it was just such a cool car and so much fun. Yeah. 
and I I actually had it repainted and sort of customized and nothing fancy, but uh, I had a lot of fun with that car. I, I I had a rock and roll band at the time. I I, I played drums in a, you know a regular high school rock and roll band. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And we put the whole band inside that T-Bird. There were four guys in the band, band and all our instruments and amps and drums and everything somehow packed in that T-Bird. And we'd go from gig to gig in that thing. And uh, That was a cool car to show up to a gig in, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and that second-gen T-Bird had such a character to it. I mean, from the little fins on the back and the three lights on each yeah. side and the, the nose and the face of that car, it looked yeah. like a character to me. As I remember yep. the car. So, wow, that's pretty cool. And, rare bird. Uh, yeah, rare bird. Absolutely. How cool are you and your buddies? Well, and one of my uh, longtime sponsors here is Chris Kimball. He's been a guest on the show. He's smiling right now because he's a drummer, still plays the, the drums today. So shout out to Chris for uh, being a great cool. listener and a great supporter here on Cars. Yeah. May I say we looked a lot better than we sounded? <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. Okay. But, you know, a lot of that is about looks. So long yeah. as you show up in style, that's all that matters. So and if the music's cranked loud enough, who cares? So. Right. <laughs> Very yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. Well, how about seller's remorse? Do you have one of those stories, a car you wish you had back in your garage? Um, yeah, probably the 29 Model A Ford and the mm-hmm. T-Bird. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those would both be very different cars, of course, but those would both be fun to have back. That's for sure. Wow. Really Actually, cool. Actually, the fire engine would be more fun than any of them, would <laughs> Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, fire engines are pretty <laughs> cool, especially for little kids. You can drive them in yeah. parades and things like that. So, uh yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's a a gentleman who's been on the show, Gary Wales, has been a guest here on the show, and he's known for building some very, very extreme custom one-off cars. And a lot of his cars he's built in the past, like La Bistione 1 and 2, were built on the La France fire truck frames and engines. Oh, Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he'll find these old things and drag them out of fields and build these magnificent cars. And he brought one to Monterey this year that was completely different, built on a Bentley chassis and engine. Yeah, kind of a very low-slung sport racer car, but uh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, fire trucks are cool. Well, let's talk about today and tomorrow. You know, uh, listeners can go to your website, which I'll put a link on your show notes page here on Cars. Yeah, and see all the cool things that you do. I, of course, love the cars because that's what Cars is all about, and that's what I'm all about. But all your other pieces are great. But what are you working on right now that you can maybe give us a little tease that's coming up? Because you mentioned that 49 Merc, and I want you to discuss that a little bit, too, because the combination of the trailer and the car, oh my gosh, that is so cool. It's a great period piece. I'm actually working on a diner and hope to have smaller vintage cars out in front, Mm -hmm. you know, Saturday night at the diner. It's still in process, so it's going to be a while. I don't have pictures or anything, but it's going to be cool. It's about uh, 14, 15 inches wide. I'm looking at some castings of it right now. And then it has, it's in cast aluminum, and the windows are open, so you can see inside, and all the, the stools are there, and the malt uh, mixers, and the, all the shelves with all the things that you would have in a diner. Oh, my gosh. Are in the interior. And um, I hope to light it with some little LEDs. It would be kind of fun. Oh, my gosh. That's really different. Yeah, and then, like you say, out in front, I should have some little cars. Oh, I can't wait to see that. You know, I'll let our listeners know, when you go to Scott's website, if you're not smiling when you're there, uh, you need to check yourself because there, there's some really unique, cool things. You've got a flying saucer with aliens. You've got a moon rocket ship that's a coin bank. He's got this one of, I love it, it has nothing to do with cars, but it's a cowboy 
on a bass. Yeah, imagine a fish with a cowboy riding it like a bucking bronco. A pig that's a flying bank with wings on it. I mean, your whimsy and your creativity is is all over the place. But going back to this 49 Merc and the Aerostream trailer. Now, yep. you love to use a combination of aluminum, cast aluminum, and bronze. That's what I'm seeing in that piece. Yes. Yeah, I, I utilize that in, in all the larger pieces like that. The aluminum just has a real nice, uh, you know, you can get a nice polished look to it. Mm-hmm. And it is also a third, one-third of the weight of bronze mm. and proportionally a lot less in cost. So um, if I was to make these larger pieces, the cars and such in bronze, they would be extremely heavy right. and uh, extremely costly. Right, exactly. So I, Yeah, so I kind of I make a combination. I make the smaller parts like the wheels and the bumpers and that sort of thing out of bronze and then the larger body parts out of out of aluminum. It makes a beautiful combination. And my Land Speed Racer, the car that you've done, this thing is about, I don't know, 12, 14 inches long, I would guess. Yeah, 14 inches. So. Yeah, and it's heavy. And you pick it up, you've got a solid something in your hands. And I love the, the brass driver with his scarf flying in the wind. I mean, just, yeah. just it's, it's just wonderful. Oh, perfect. Great. I love it. Well, I can't wait to see this new diner. Sounds really cool. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Scott. If Scott was a car, what kind of car would he be and why? <laughs> well, I, I think I'm going back to the fire truck. I don't want to be a car. I want to be a fire truck. Ah! I could I help save people's homes and, like, and businesses, and I could do it with power, beauty, and authority. Oh, that is a cool answer. I love well, that. Isn't that isn't that what what fire trucks represent? Oh yeah, they're beautiful things, but they do they are very useful and and they. They uh, do their job with authority. Right. And there's nothing more cool when you need a fire truck to see that thing pull up and all the guys jump off and <laughs> save whatever it is to you, whether it's a car on fire or a house or whatever. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah they're just uh, a wonderful, wonderful piece of equipment and fantastic. And for little kids, what little kid doesn't like climbing up on a fire truck? I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's that's awesome. Well, I'm still a little kid. Is the, the deal. <laughs> I like that. It's important yeah. to stay a little kid as long as possible. Well, Scott, up yeah. next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253 253- 722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kid spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. 
The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. Okay, Scott, we are back and we're entering what I call the last lap. This is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? (laughs) Without a doubt, change your oil. Ah, yes. Yeah, it's simple, easy, but you know how many people do not do that. Right. Oh, incredible. It's just such cheap insurance for sure. Your car will love you too. Now, would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your successes over the years? Dogged perseverance. <laughs> just yes. keep going. Just keep going. That tenacity. Yeah, pedal to the metal as you started the show with. Now, do you have a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners you're really fond of? You know, nowadays we can we can all go to the internet and find a plethora of, of imagery and such, but there's nothing like a good book in my hand, and and uh, being a visual person and artist, I have quite a library of big picture books. Ah, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, well, you know, I'm going to ask you that question in a minute, but since we're on that topic, I'm going to ask you right now, is there one book you could recommend our listeners get a hold of that you really enjoyed? I have a book. I bought two copies of it because I wanted to keep one copy intact. The other copy, I I sawed the spine off of. So that I could lay all the pages out because it's, it's a five view photos of classic cars mm-hmm. and it's called The Automobile by Craig Cheatham, C-H-E-E-T-H-A-M. And it's beautiful. Um, like I say, um, you could use it. A model builder would, would appreciate it. Um, anybody who's interested in details of, of classic cars could find it useful. Top view, side view, front, back views of, of classic cars. Yeah. Rather than just, to, you know, put a beautiful car out in, in, in the, the lawn somewhere and get a three-quarter view of it. I mean, I, I want to see detail. I want to see perfect side views and top views and reference. Right. Absolutely. So it's a great reference book. Ah, great. Great recommendation. Well, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? That, that was a tough one. I have to think about that. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking Henry Ford. <laughs> well, Henry's name has come up twice this week, and he's the most commented person to our answer person for that question. So, what is what's the first question you'd ask old Henry Ford if you sit down with him? Gosh, um, I don't know that it would be questions as much as ad- admiring his um, ingenuity and. and creating the, the production line methods that he did and yeah. instrumenting the um, $5 work day. Um, yeah, I think I'd want to just sit and listen rather than <laughs> yeah. you know, just kind of soak up the, the wisdom. But, you know, I'd, I'd also want to talk to him in his early days because from my readings, he wasn't such a pleasant guy 
later on. Yeah, so. kind of got beat up a little bit, I think. That was a boy. He, uh, yeah, had a very uh, adventurous life, and uh, maybe it just kind of wore him down. Imagine trying to run that empire. Uh, but yeah. I, I loved a documentary I saw on him. Uh, I think it was last year, a year before, as a young man, and how he was first starting and trying to convince people that what he was doing made sense and get funding and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So yeah, it'd be fun as a young man to sit down with uh, old Henry and Ben Desir for sure. Well, I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources Scott has been so kind to share on his show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type Scott Nellis, N-E-L-L-E-S. We'll also have a link to his website there so you can check out all the cool creative things that Scott brings to our lives. All right, we're up to the checkered flag, Scott, and this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one very cool collector car in your garage, I'm going to buy anything you'd like today, so don't worry about the cost. What would that car be and why? Well, but wait a minute. You just <laughs> took the wind out of my sails Uh-oh. by saying it's a real doozy. I, <laughs> well, uh, so we're going to go down that lane, huh? So, so, so I'm going to pick my next choice. Okay. How about a Rolls Royce? Oh, man. You got even more expensive, didn't you? <laughs> oh wow! Wow. Well, what? Hard to beat a Rolls Royce. Well, yeah. What era Rolls Royce are you particularly fond of? Like what generation oh, or twenties? Twenties. Oh my gosh! So the old silver ghosts and yeah. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, you know, having why just not? Uh, well, why not? Since I'm buying, I mean, yeah, it doesn't yeah. really matter, but. Yeah, I was just uh, at Pebble Beach and saw some absolutely spectacular Rolls Royces there. I think any one of those would have probably brought a smile to your face. So, uh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you picked a nice one. Duesenberg would have been cool too. Those are pretty special yeah. cars. And uh, but, but you spoiled it. I'm sorry, I gave away <laughs> the the answer. Well, that's okay. Well, we'll go with the Rolls Royce. <laughs> yeah, I'll find you something really cool that you can uh, take out and enjoy. Park next to that fire truck. That would be pretty, okay. pretty fun. Yeah. Or maybe a Rolls-Royce fire truck. I wonder if they ever made a Rolls-Royce fire truck. I'm going to check with my friend Tim Adams and uh, a past Cars yeah, guest, Diane Brandon, who's an expert on Rolls-Royce and Bentleys, and ask if anyone okay. ever built a fire truck out of a Rolls-Royce. <laughs> See what Well, we I know they built armored cars. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so they probably yeah. have. I'll bet they have. So, All right, I'll get on that for you, Scott. Okay, we'll uh, make, right. sure, make sure we get a a nice, cool, old 20s Rolls Royce back in your garage. That'll be pretty cool. Well, Scott, you have taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories, and I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yell listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you head off into the sunset in that very old 1920s Rolls Royce? <laughs> well, I think I, I, I go back to the first one of the first questions, and, if, you know, if you have a dream— you got to stick to it, you know, if, if it's, uh, yeah, just stick to your dreams and um, persevere. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. In the end. That's the way it happens. So what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and what you create? Probably www.nellisstudios.com or just, uh, or just scottnellis.com. Absolutely. And I'll make sure that I put that on Scott's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. I would encourage you to check out Scott's website. Take a look at what this guy creates because it'll bring a smile to your face, I guarantee. And if you're looking for something to buy a very good friend who loves cars, one of his pieces would be a cherished piece uh, of art to put in their home that they'll keep forever and uh, will always bring a smile to their face, just like my Land Speed Racer car does on my desk here today. Scott, 
Thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. I'm so glad we got to talk. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. It's been my pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Take care. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!